A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, my friends. Simon from What Culture here. And that is right. I am back which is a stupid thing to say, because this may be the very first episode of Ups and Downs you've ever seen, and you're like, I don't even know who you are, you stupid bald goon. But for the individuals that do know, that's right, I have returned, and the big question I've got through the past week was, Simon, what did you think about Brock Lesnar becoming the WWE champion again? I was like, it's a WWE show, Brock was going after the WWE title, so even before it happened, I was like, well, Lesnar probably gonna win. But let's not worry about that, because that was in the past, and let's just enjoy the present, and we do that by taking the finger of power, which is this, and by giving the good bits an up, and the bad bits are down, for the latest episode of Monday Night Raw. Say it with me, let's up those downs. If you did say it with me, what are you doing? can say whatever you want about Brock Lesnar, although I wouldn't because if he hears you, he'll probably tear your head off and do terrible things into your neck. But the point is this, he is such a good babyface. He came out to kick off Raw and he was all smiles, he was jolly, he saw a kid in the crowd, he's like, hey man, why don't you touch the title? So that kid is going to be happy for the rest of his days, maybe, hopefully. He's just a really good, good guy. For some reason, he was wearing the thickest jumper imaginable, so he took it off because he was hot which is when Paul Heyman interrupted. Now, I really wanted Heyman to go, I can't believe you took that sweater off, Brock. I gave it to you for Christmas. Do you have no respect? But he didn't. However, that was an interruption to bring it down, the interruption counter, and it goes up to 46 for WWE and 68 overall. Maybe. Like, I watched last week, but I didn't sit there like some kind of nerd going, oh, I'm going to write down the interruptions. <laughs> so there's every chance that's completely wrong. Heyman was also quick to note that he is the special counsel for the real world champion and did confirm that it is going to be title versus title, winner takes all, when we do get to WrestleMania and Brock takes on Roman Reigns. So I swear, if WWE doesn't use this opportunity to finally just have one world championship... Well, I'm not going to do anything. I mean, I'll just come on here and I'll moan. But as we have seen over the years... That doesn't achieve much of anything. Before then, Lesnar is going to have to defend that there championship at the Madison Square Garden house show. So I presume that WWE needs to shift a few more tickets. And while that was meant to be against Bobby Lashley, it certainly seems like Bob is going to be out for a while with a shoulder injury. So best wish to him. So Heyman's going to go find out there and get an opponent. So I'll do it. I mean, they didn't confirm it on this show. I will take on Brock Lesnar. And sure, he'll murder me. And the headline will be like, oh, WWE superstar killed some bald guy. But at least I'll have a good time before my death. Brock then promised that he'd turn up to SmackDown to confront Roman Reigns. And while we probably could have predicted all of this before it actually happened, 
Brock Lesnar really good, Paul Heyman really good, it was totally fine. Up. Quick interview with Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens after this, and they're going to be taking on RK Bro in the main event, and if they win, they are going to be added to the Raw Tag Team title match in a couple of weeks. And I swear, when it comes to KO and Seth Rollins, I really don't know what the plan is. Because on paper, you would presume eventually they're going to break up and have a match at WrestleMania. But of course, the tease is that Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to return and he's going to take on Kevin Owens. So what the flub are we going to do with Seth? Before that, though, it was the Alpha Academy versus the Street Profits. Because of course, if we don't do this match, the space-time continuum implodes in on itself and we all die. So don't come up here going, I can't believe we did another rematch. We need this in our lives Otherwise, I don't want to know what the future holds. Now, back in the world of the serious, we really do need some new tag teams in order to bolster the division. But as I always say, these four are terrific wrestlers. They're also really good tag teams. So they had a really good match. Give it up. And it was kind of obvious what was going to happen because it is Monday night. It is Raw and WWE loves the shenanigans. So just as Montez Ford was finding his momentum, he came up. With the really smart decision, oh, well, I'm going to try and slam Otis. But obviously, Otis is massive, so he fell on him like a tree. And as soon as Chad Gable saw this, he ran over, he held onto Montez's foot. Otis got the three count. So somewhat surprisingly, the Alpha Academy won. And this is why I was totally fine with this, because even though they are the tag team champions, anytime Chad Gable and Otis are in a match, I'm like, man, WWE is going to make them lose. But they didn't. I'm really enjoying their 2022. And I just hope when they are defeated for the championships, we don't just push them to the wayside. Because that really does happen a lot. This whole Tommaso Ciampa on Raw deal just continued too. I mean, there's no bells. There's no whistles. He just turned up one day and went, hello. And everyone went, well, you're already here, so fine. This is a massive plus, though, because it ties into what I said a few seconds ago. Because he was all like, Dolph Ziggler, I hate you, and I'm going to beat you up on NXT. But beforehand, I have a tag team match. And as my partner, I have selected the returning... So for the love of everything, just make them a tag team. Double down on the whole thing, and that will also make this tag team division feel a little bit less shallow. Now, this gets totally undone in around about five minutes, but this was just how I was feeling at the time, and it's why we're not allowed nice things. For now, though, they were facing the dirty dogs, and if you can believe it, <laughs> they flubbing one. And this was yet another one of those occasions where you go, well, there's Dolph Ziggler, and there's Bobby Roode, and there's Finn Balor, and there's Tommaso Ciampa. There is just no way in the history of anything that they are going to let this go. Like, even if they had sat down and played the flute for a bit, like, blah, 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 and somebody else was playing a tambourine, somehow they would have made it work, which is why it's getting up. Bella hit a dive to trigger the commercial, and yet when we came back from the ad break, the bad guys were in control. So my new favorite thing is just to make up what happened here. So I'm going to say that Bobby Roode stole Finn Balor's phone. And he rang up Finn Balor's parents. Like he was going to give him a prank call. And Finn was like, no, that caused the distraction. Dolph Ziggler was able to beat him up. So when we did return to the ad break, this is why the tables had turned. I was also just bleeding hope when we got to the end of this too. Because after he had slammed Bobby Roode with a knee, Tommaso hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. And the ref went one. And the ref went two. And the ref went three. Ooh, the lally, he beat him. Now, of course, this likely does mean that Champa is now going to lose to Ziggler on NXT 2.0, but that don't matter. Nobody watches NXT 2.0. That was a joke. I'm only kidding around. Calm down, go lay down, get some sleep, and come back. Point is, he's getting up. Corey Graves also made sure to shout out what an upset this was. As a bit like, should we be doing that with Tommaso Champa, like a veteran, had a ton of good matches, a multiple time NXT world champ? 
Doesn't that just sum it up? Ms. TV was next, because we can't possibly go seven days without a Ms. TV. Who the flub knows what would happen? He still hasn't got over the Elimination Chamber, so he started insulting the Mysterios, and he insulted the fans, and at that very moment, Ray and Dominic interrupted because wrestlers are really rude. So bring it down, it rolls up to 47, maybe, in WWE, and 69 overall. We're going to get past 200. Miz soon claimed that Dominic was only here because of his dad. And I was like, well, that's a little bit of a disservice to his mother. Because I know it takes two to tango when it comes to the sideways shuffle. But Dominic was so mad about this. He was like, no, I understand the sweat and tears it takes to become a wrestler. I was a bit like, Dom, look, it's fine that your dad got you in. But he definitely got you in. The whole point of this, though, was to build to who was going to be Miz's tag team partner when he does take on these two at WrestleMania. And no, it wasn't Cody Rhodes, as a lot of people had speculated. But it was, if you can believe it, Logan Paul. He insulted Ray straight away by saying he's got toys that are bigger than him. I was like, man, that is one of the worst lines I've ever heard in my life. But at least this time round, WWE has understood that if you bring in Logan Paul, you don't try to book him as a good guy. You absolutely do book him as a bad guy. Because deep down... Everyone kind of hates him. Eventually, all four guys started to brawl, though, and it actually ended with The Miz giving this gold-crushing finale to Ray and Logan Paul giving a kind of version to it to Dominic Mysterio. So 2022 continues to be wild. And admittedly, all of it was a little bit strange, but I can't lie, I don't hate this. I totally understand why you would bring in Logan Paul for WrestleMania. He brings in a totally new audience, which is the whole point of the showcase of the Immortals. And as long as the Mysterios beat him, I'll be cool with it. Also, we have to learn from what happened with Bad Bunny. Everyone's like, oh man, we shouldn't have Bad Bunny on the show. And then he stole the damn thing. This was entertaining enough. I'm giving it up. The Alpha Academy were then being interviewed backstage and Chad Gable made a very good point. He was like, wait a minute, shh. Why on earth are Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens allowed to be added into the tag team title match just because they said a few words? I don't think that's very fair, and he was right. His major worry is, of course, that their odds of winning go down if an extra team is added to the mix. So I'm going to now stand like this for two weeks. I know it's a bit weird, but sometimes you got to do it. Two weeks, I'm going to do this because I really, 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 really want Oton and Chad Gable to win. Thank you. And then, yep, flubbed me sideways and put me in a basket. Veer is still headed to Raw. Now, he does seem more prepared because in this video, he's taken his top off. So I figure that he's just doing things really slowly. Like it took him from the end of October to now just to get half naked. So in terms of walking to an arena and having a match, I predict he will be here in 2034. I mean, we're probably going to get to next week and he'll just take one sock off. And then we get to the week after that, take another sock off. Then I'll put a hat on and take a hat off. He'll wear some glasses. Then they'll be thrown to one side. This really has become absolutely ludicrous and it has got to get it down. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. And speaking of things being stuck on repeat, it was then Rhea Ripley versus Nikki Ash. I mean, I look like an idiot now, or at least more of an idiot, because when they did have their first match and Rhea Ripley just beat her, I was like, well, that makes all the sense in the world. The feud wasn't really the best thing ever, so have Rhea win, and we can move on to other things. But instead, it's gone, Ripley wins, Ripley wins, Ripley wins, Ripley wins, and I think this was the fifth one or something, Ripley wins. So it's done, it's over. In no world should Nikki Ash be getting any more opportunities, even if she is almost a superhero, but that ain't even correct grammar. Also, they got, what, about two minutes? So this didn't help anybody down. We then got this awesome Hall of Fame video for The Undertaker, and seriously, you've gotta go out of your way to watch it, because it is that damn good. When it was time for Damien Priest versus Shelton Benjamin, Shelton is still coming out to the Hurt Business music, and honestly, I swear, that really helps my brain. It also made absolutely no sense because Shelton Benjamin lost to Omos in a handicap match next week, so why the flood would he be taking on the United States champion? And we had Cedric Alexander on the outside that kept interfering, but honestly, nobody in their right mind thought Shelton was going to win this because he never wins, and Damian Priest even kicked out of the pay dirt because for some reason, Shelton ain't allowed nine. Soon after that, two Priest just hit the reckoning and he did get the one, two, three, but I'm going to kind of pull a 180 here. I really like Damian Priest, and I really like Shelton Benjamin, and you could just tell they went out there with a bee in their bonnet. They were like, man, we don't have much, but we are going to make the best of it. And I actually thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was over in around about three minutes, but it's getting up. But also zooming to the next challenger, because afterwards, Damo got the microphone. and was like, oh man, it's WrestleMania season, and I want a bigger challenge. When Finn Balor returned, like he's been away for ages, now you can't stop him coming out going, oh, it's me, Finn Balor. I said, all right, I will take you on next week. Now, what's that got to do with WrestleMania? I don't know, but I guess we'll wait and see. It also meant that my plans for the big Finn Balor, Tommaso Ciampa tag team did die at this moment. And a quick side note, we really have to end the whole guy walks out and says, I would like shot when it comes to a story. I mean, you can do whatever you want. And that really does feel a bit lame. Okay, right, look, all of this 24-7 title nonsense. You are going to have to forgive me, and I am very sorry. But it is becoming a highlight of Raw just because you never know what WWE is going to do. So after Reggie had come out and asked Dana Brooke to join him, he apologized to her because obviously last week he was the biggest dick on the planet. He then laid down and called out a referee and said, oh, Dana, pin me so I can make amends. 
So Brooke tried to pin him, and of course, Reg got his shoulder up. He's like, okay, look, this time I'm being serious, but he wasn't, and he got his shoulder up. He then did it a third time, and I was like, Dana, stop being a massive geek. However, this time, she kissed Reggie as she was pinning him, and apparently she has some kind of power lips, because Reggie didn't know what was going on, like he'd never been kissed before. And Dana Brooke beat him for the 24-7 dial. Do not forget either that in the world of the story, Reggie had planned all this out backstage, so he's flipping insane. And at this moment, out came our truth, Tazawa and Tamina. What's that? Hey, there's nobody Mina. After Tazawa had been knocked off the apron and Tamina caught him, Tazawa thought this was the best opportunity to try and kiss Tamina. She just dropped him on the floor and I sat there and I shouted, what the hell is going on? This is when, as always, Dana Brooke and Reggie got chased away and all of that really happened. I didn't exaggerate or make any of that up. But seriously, here's the deal. I was dying throughout all of this. I could not stop laughing. And as somebody rightfully pointed out to me last week, if you're entertained, isn't that the whole point? Even though this is absolutely bad. I mean, it is terrible, terrible stuff, but it is still getting up. Bianca Belair was then out, and I tell you, my friends, she better win at WrestleMania. As ever, she just cut a wonderful promo where deep down in your tum tum, you're like, man, I want her to succeed. And just as she was about to get to her point, <laughs> of course, Becky Lynch interrupted. So that is 48 in WWE and 70 overall. And don't forget, it is only February 22nd and we are up to 70. I dread to see what that number's gonna be. They argued over who was better as Lynch reminded Bianca Belair that she beat her at SummerSlam in 26 seconds before she referred to herself as the victim. And the reason she is the victim is that ever since she did get that big win during the summer, the fans have turned on her because we all love Bianca and we all hate Becky Lynch. Now look, on this night, actually Becky did get some booze, but overall, what a pile of nonsense that is. Everybody was annoyed at WWE, but nobody was actually annoyed at Becky Lynch. And ever since, it's been this constant back and forth, and it's really getting a little bit silly. She did have this really good line, though, where she was all like, well, look what I did to Lita, somebody I love, so what do you think I'm going to do to you, somebody I despise? And I put my hand up like I was school, and I was like, I know, you're going to kill her. But then doubled down on that because she was like, no, 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 Becky. I'm going to make you the victim. So like going through my dictionary going, this definitely sounds like some kind of death threat. And then for some reason, Dewdrop just walked out. And I was like, have I missed something here? Or is she just a little bit bored? So yes, that was a little bit strange, but I tell you, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch just have such good chemistry. And I'm already excited for their match where yes, Bianca better win the title. Up. What all this did mean was that the drop was going to take on Bianca Belair and while at some point we have to stop doing that match because it happens over and over and over, they really do work well together. It's pretty good. Up. There was a tease that Becky may do something because she did hang around on commentary and at one point she was casting out the distractions, but anything other than a Bianca Belair win here would have been utterly redonkulous. There was just one great bit when Dewdrop was on the ropes and Bianca Belair stopped her and gave her a powerbomb. Honestly, that woman is freaky deaky strong. She then proved her strength once again because she picked up Dewdrop and gave her the KOD. And I swear, I know we've seen it before, but it will never get boring. And then she stared off with Becky Lynch. So honestly, all of this tied in really nicely. And it made me scratch my head and think, why can't we just do this all the time? Edge was then back on Raw 2 and that dude is always fire. As it is WrestleMania season, he went through all his highlights and just reminded you that he is a deserved Hall of Famer. And basically, he wanted someone from the back to come out here and accept his challenge. Because if you face the rated R superstar at the showcase of Immortals, you're going to live forever. And 
hope he means that literally, because once again, I will volunteer. Imagine being immortal. The whole point of this, though, was just to go into Mega T's mode. Because he talked about demons, which obviously was a reference to Finn Balor. He talked about being undeniable, which must be a reference to Cody Rhodes. But he also talked about being phenomenal, which must be a reference to AJ Styles. And that's the one that we've got to do. I want to see Edge versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania more than I want my hair to grow back. And when I actually take a step back and think about it, I'm amazed we even have the opportunity in the first place. I mean, I'm so up for this. I don't even care who wins and I don't even care who loses. I just want to see the match. But honestly, if you want to see a really, really good promo, make sure you check out Edge. That man has just found his feet. He knows exactly what he has to do and the right time to do it. He is one of the best. So hopefully too, we just do what is right and we keep it nice and simple, which of course means we'll get to WrestleMania and it'll be Edge versus Red. Which brought us to our main event, which was Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens taking on RK Bro with Alpha Academy banned from ringside. And this is one of those wrestling things where you're like, wait a minute, shouldn't all other teams always be banned from ringside? But for some reason, which will never be explained, they're not. It was just another one of those situations though where it was always going to be so damn good and it was especially the relationship between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. There were loads of times when Seth was about to get murked but KO ran in there to try and save him but of course it went bad constantly including Randy Orton grabbing him and throwing him into Alan the announce table. Seth then made sure to hit a dive because he could smell that we needed a commercial break and amazingly we did cut to the advert but the best thing about this was the little story steeds that we continue to plant because Randy on the outside at one point got hit by the curb stomp but this is when Riddle was like oh man I need to make a tag but his buddy was nowhere to be seen so I hope that WWE is storing all of these in their pockets and writing all of them down and when Riddle that's right Riddle does turn on Orton he can present the evidence. It didn't mean that he was left totally alone though. And after he got hit with the stunner and he got hit with the curb stop, Seth Rollins pinned him for the one, two, three, which does mean in two weeks, we are getting these guys versus RK Bro versus the Alpha Academy for the tag team championships. And I honestly have no idea how that is gonna play out. But this is a major reason why I'm enjoying it all of so much because Raw of all the shows has me on my tippy toes. I don't know what direction we're gonna head, and all of this is getting it up. This did indeed mean that Raw went off air with Seth and Kevin going, man, we did it. We are the best team in the world. And we're only, what, like five weeks away from WrestleMania. And I actually think right now, WWE is in a pretty good place. Like I know the main event is going to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, number 7,822. But it's not like they have bad matches. And for now, we don't have to worry about it. So overall, Raw is getting it up. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.